Hi, welcome to this episode of Author Eke. I'm Travis Davis, your host. Tell us your story. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Author Eke. And today we have an Air Force veteran. My hat's off. Salute him. Uh, Anthony Marklin. Uh, so I want to uh, introduce him and I'll let him introduce himself and tell about himself, where, you know, the Air Force background. Then we're going to get into his book, which is going to be pretty cool. So, and I can't wait. So, Mark, take it away from you there, Airman. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't been called Airman. <laughs> Got to get back to your roots, my brother. Oh, my gosh. My rank was just a little bit higher when I got out, but wow. Me too. But like, sometimes people call me private and I can't figure it out. So, <laughs> Oh, man. But, um, no, thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, grateful to be here. And so let's see a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm obviously a veteran, a mm -hmm. father, a husband. I am a first-time author, but I like to say a lifelong writer. Oh, interesting. I'm going to dwell yeah. into that here in a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, no, we, I mean, so what I mean by that is, you know, I've been writing forever. It's just writing is obvious. It's honestly my therapy. It's, it's what Excellent. gets me through everything. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's really it. Awesome. I, I tell people, uh, A, I avoided writing like the plague. And if you ever got an email from me, you would understand that because it's like, yes, no. I mean, my reply, my emails are like, better be short. And then when I get an email, if it's too long, I don't finish it. And then usually uh, what I need to read is on the bottom. I mean, that's something I need to work on, evidently. Uh, so that's uh, so. what's the name of your book? And I know you're not finished with it yet. Uh, so when do you think it's going to be done? And and are you going to self-publish? Are you trying to find a publisher? And maybe somebody on here could help you find the right avenue to go. Yeah. So um, the name of my book is Mom Said Go Talk to Dad. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Golly>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why, you know, I went with that. Um, and it's basically a, uh, it's a book of poetic life advice from a father's perspective. Oh, nice. Um, so that's, that's, you know, what the book is about. Um, mm -hmm. It's not done yet. It's, it'll be out. I'm self-publishing and okay. I'm self-publishing through, uh, through, through, you know, the regular mediums. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be out on September 1st. And I, I scheduled it that way because I figure it's like, um, you know, a book, you know, if parents need advice or if their kids are going through something, whether they have, mm -hmm. you know, uh, middle-aged kids, uh, middle school kids, high school kids, or kids that are going off to college mm -hmm. or moving out for the first time, yep. you know, it's one of those things, you know, because, you know, once they leave or before school starts or when they leave, you know, you have to have that conversation with dad if you have one in the house. So, yes, yes. I remember that's, that's, my, uh, uh, my my son went in the army. Uh, I mean, because I worked from home, I've worked from home since before it was even chic, right? Uh, um, so and he's always around. So I remember when the day he joined the army, I was sitting in my office. I'm like, wow. I mean, I am like, I was like tore up, you know. Um, I know what he's going through. I've been through basic training, yeah, and so I understand what he was going through. So I, I, I like the premise about you know 
go and talk to your father. Because I think that's mm-hmm. uh, sometimes that's missing today, and especially uh, in you know the last couple of years, it's, you know, kids are kids got to go back. They got to you know, interpersonal skills and everything. So I think it's very important. Can you have a sample or something or something you can share? Uh, I mean, yeah, I do have some stuff that I can share, but I want to get back to you. So I you said you know, your emails, you know, they were really short. So how was that conversation with your son? Because I know, you know, those short emails is like teenage speak. Yes, no. Like when you ask yeah, yeah. questions, I'm okay. Yes, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> so I, how I, was that conversation? I basically, my uh, my advice yeah. was to don't volunteer. Look him in the <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Say yes, drill sergeant, no drill sergeant. Yeah. And don't be the last one in formation and don't be the last one on a run and do your push-ups and just try to help your fellow soldier. Because you, as well as I probably, I have relationships that I've kept from the military for, Mm. oh shoot, 30, 40 years. And I still have those relationships. Yeah. And, And to be honest with you, so when I came up with the premise for the book, I reached out to a buddy of mine who I've known since a, he was a first lieutenant. He was a platoon leader of mine years mm-hmm. ago, but I've kept in contact. Really, this guy is fantastic. And I talked to him. He goes, Travis, he goes, that's a good premise. So I said, you know what, Scott, good to go. So I wrote it. So I, I think those relationships are big and it, that, that has to foster, you know, when you're young and then you carry them through with your adult life. But I think that's the military relationships are, are pretty special. Yeah. And it's, those they are special that's a that's a great word because i think as you get older mm-hmm. it's harder to make friends you become more closed off and set in your ways and then in the military even if you try to keep that mm-hmm. mentality you're kind of forced out of it right and so right. it's it's just great and it it kind of it opens your eyes especially if you're you know you're sheltered and you yeah. know it makes you be able to accept people, right. you know, for how they are and have, you know, serious conversations. Right. So your book is it, was it, how long have you been, haven't had the idea? How long have you been writing these, these uh, poems and, and had, do you use those with your kids and everything? Do you, how many kids do you have, by the way? Uh, I have three kids. So okay. my daughter, she just graduated high school and she'll be going to uh, UW, University of Washington. All right. And then I have a son who's a sophomore in high school and then another son who's going to be in fifth grade. And so. So as Air Force speak, as Air Force speak, you got one taken off. Yeah. One's on the apex. And one's still in the bay, ready to fire up and uh, take off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we're we're getting them ready to fire up. And yeah, take off. You know, awesome. Like like you said, the uh, the pandemic was a little different, so they kind of muted a little bit. So right, kind of getting back up to speed. But um, it's it's great, you know. Three three great kids, you know. Nothing like the trouble, you know, we got into when we were younger. So that's that's oh a goodness. good thing. That'd be another podcast that would not, <laughs> absolutely. I have to make that private. Just talk to myself. Yeah, uh, that's what I, that's what I do. <laughs> so do do uh, do they like to write? What do, what do they think of your of your writing a book and 
and everything. I mean, it's just pretty. A lot of people say that. A lot of people say, "I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book," and they don't. Then do you do say, "I'm going to write a book," and people say, "You're not going to write a book." You know, yeah. what I'm it's just it's a lot of like. Then you do it, they go, "Wow, you really did that." Yeah, and that's you know that's an ongoing thing because, like I said, I'm a, a lifelong writer. So you know, everybody who knows me, who I've ever talked to, like, "Oh, I'm writing yeah. this. I'm writing that." You know, I've written yeah. screenplays and. So oh, wow. like, for you. yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing's published yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 And so, you know, now this one is, you know, coming out and like you said, they're like, Oh wow, you actually did it. But um, back to what you were asking about the kids, do they listen? Do I tell them my advice and do they listen mm-hmm. to it? You know, kids. Sure. I definitely tell them my advice. Um, it's not in poetic form. I don't want to be, you know, walking around the house, you know, just, well, they freak out. Oh, <laughs> Dad had a stroke. All day. Dad like, had a stroke. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely give them advice. I mean, um, it's just it's important, you know. And you know, sometimes they're like, "Okay, Dad, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know, those kind of things. But I'm like, "Well, you don't have to listen to me, but you'll understand." And you know, they do. And then you know what. The, the greatest reward is, you know, every so often, you know, on my birthdays or Father's Day, right. I'll get cards and they'll write and say, thank you for all the great advice and stuff like that. And then you see it sinking in sometimes. So, so I mean, yeah. Well, you you may be their uh, catalyst for them to want to get into, you know, writing. And I think a lot of times, for me, uh, I, I, it just came out of the blue. I mean, it was like getting hit, hit with a hammer. Oh, I'm going to write a book. Really okay, you know, people that know me are like huh, you have how many beers, right? Uh, so <laughs> yeah. uh I listened to the podcast. You said you wrote it in what six weeks? Like, six weeks. That is I don't know if I've maybe I've written something in six weeks and then I just set it down. So I didn't uh, you know what they call uh closing the closing the lap the loop or yeah. you know, closing the gap. I didn't finish close I didn't close the gap in those six weeks, man. Uh, it's uh, 83,000 words, 83,000 words. So I started in the first week of March and I was talking to a publisher on the 21st of April. Mm. So, uh, but I mean, it just came to me. The second one I'm writing, it, it comes in spurts. <laughs> so uh, it's probably gonna take, because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, a, you're, you got one, you're trying to get that out, right? You're trying to market that and being, yeah. nobody knows you. All right. And you're trying to get, so you got to build up a little bit of credibility, I guess. But to me, the, I think the funnest part is just seeing it go from, you know, typing away mm-hmm. to, you know, printing it. Oh, my goodness. Right. That's a lot. And then getting yeah. it uh, printed in a, a book or an audio or ebook. That whole, there's a whole business behind that. And I didn't realize yeah. the whole, it's, like logistics of it, right? Yeah. The whole thing, uh, you know, people don't understand, you know, people go to the grocery store right now and they pick up, you know, pick up eggs or they don't think about, well, A, there's a chicken. Yep. Chicken yep. had to be fed, right? You know, it'd be fed Absolutely. every day. You have to get the egg, put it in the truck, take it somewhere, have to keep it, you know, I mean, this whole process that people don't understand, but a book, they just pick it up. Oh, it's a book. There is a tremendous amount of effort and work done behind the scenes. Yeah. It really, really is. And, you know, it kind of, it's like, you know, you hit a bunch of walls, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're writing and then after you finish, 
and it's another wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's like well, this one is just bigger <laughs> and deeper, yeah. wider, longer. Like, what the hell is going on right now? So, but I you haven't, you have not. I look at there's to me there's obstacles in their objections, right? Mm. An objection yeah. is somebody saying, "Well, you can't do this." To me, that's mm-hmm. objection. So I can whatever. An obstacle is something that I can either go around, remove, or bypass totally, right? So I have yeah. to look at that. So the obstacles are thrown at me. I go, okay, how do I remove this obstacle? And the yeah. army is normally with uh, C4. So, <laughs> so, 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 so what I try to do is I'll move around and I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to get back to that. Yeah. It's still an obstacle. It may be one later on, but I'm going to get back to it. So that's how I kind of look at things. And it's, it's like, I like to walk, right? And I mm-hmm. I walk, I, I fix myself a point and walk to that point and yeah. walk to the other point. And by the time I get done, I've done four and a half, five miles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you, know, you think about stuff and everything. But so what do you like to do in your spare time? Spare time, um, you know, whatever I feel like, really. I mean, nice. Um, but, you know, I listen to a lot of music, mm-hmm. you know, try to read. I'm not one of those authors that reads constantly all day. You know, oh I, goodness, you know I take breaks. So I have to, you know, get away from it, you know, and that's, and you asked me, you know, how, what's my writing style? It's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I've read all these books that, you know, give you pointers. Are you supposed to write this, set a routine, do this, blah, 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 blah. And I've tried them all, but, you know, what works for me is just, I just write sporadically just throughout the day because everything, you know, like when you're on your walks, whatever I see, whatever I'm listening to, it just, I absorb it and then I can you know, get inspiration from everything. So, but um, outside of that, let's see, music, movies, playing with the kids, you know, my son's in soccer and just trying to make sure everybody's all right man that's that takes that's all you can do the majority of my time <laughs> work overtime so what'd you do in the air force I, I i'm interested what'd you do i was a i was security forces i was a cop in the air force oh sweet mm-hmm. very nice uh, at, were you at mccord no um let's see i was at lake and heath in england okay, okay. um and they got deployed a few times i was in you know during 9 11 and then right. after after nine, then after I left England, I went to Idaho, oh, and goodness. you know, beautiful but cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first it is really beautiful. It was crazy though because you know I'd never seen a blue football field in you know Boise State's football field. Oh, that's right, blue. that's right. So it's it's wild to see. Hard to see, hard to look at. I have to be honest. Yeah, and you would actually see birds dive bombing into the onto the field because thought it was the sky. So, hey, I, bought a, I bought another TV because I thought my color went out on my, on my TV. <laughs> it makes sense. It, <laughs> it really messes up your eyes. It does. It's crazy, um, crazy. So another deployment from there, and then it was, you know, time to get out. So I did six years, uh-huh. uh, but with the kids, you know, being born and missing, you know, so much of my daughter's, you know, early stages. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's time to get out. Well, uh, you know, you 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 serve the country well, and yeah. myself as a veteran, and all the other veterans, everybody is not a veteran. We want to thank you because there's there's a price to pay, right? Yeah. And thank you as well. 
Oh, I had a good time. That's what I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very interesting. That's, that's what I tell everybody. I didn't meet too many MPs either. I didn't meet too many MPs, which was nice. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm a professional laughs> yeah that's that's good. <laughs> so you, you have like a... Right. Yeah, uh, fast. So yeah. did are you, are you looking at writing another one? Is there something else in your head oh. that you're, you're thinking about? Absolutely, man. Um, so let's see. I have a children's book that's mm-hmm. written already. I'm just, I need to find an illustrator for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's called My Wild Crazy Haired Brother's First Alarm Clock. Because my so can son- I put a shout out? Any illustrators listening to this? Check yeah, out absolutely. <laughs> um, and so that's that's one. But, you know, my writing, it, you know, spans different genres. So and I have, you know, um, another one that mm-hmm. is just about done called Anxiety Society. I have, you know, a book about, you know, Holy smokes. wild relationships. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I'm a, a lifelong writer and it was yeah. the issue that I had because I guess this is the downfall of not having a specific routine, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just writing sporadically and all throughout the day yeah. is that I'm constantly writing something, putting it down and starting something else. Mm-hmm. So at any given moment, I could be writing, you know, four different books. I think that's called ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, I, I, stay, I stay way. away from therapists because I didn't want them to tell me that. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm, yeah, so I'm a lot like you. I I like to write in the morning. Like I'll sit outside. Texas, it's hot. It's just outside in the morning before it gets like yeah. really hot. Uh, and like to write. I may not be writing all the time, but I'm thinking of the book and what to put in the book all the time. Mm. Like, do you I'll, carry? Do you take notes on your phone, or do you have a notebook um, in your pocket, or, or how do you do that? Right up here. That's yeah. It. Which there's not a lot of storage capacity. <laughs> <laughs> something has I to have go to out. Get it out. And that, something has to go out. Like, oh, where do I live? Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I I don't. What I'll do is. In the book that I'm writing now, I will like think something and I'll put it somewhere in there, mm. like to do or actions. And I and I mind map a book out. Um, okay, and that helps me, like you say, close the loop, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I say I'm going to do this, I don't have to make sure and, and that I do that. Um, so that that kind of helps me. But you know, I, I couldn't. I mean, sitting at a desk like eight hours writing. I mean, I would go like. Berserk. I, yeah. I, I've worked, again, I've worked from my home since 1999, and for me yeah. to go into office would be like, uh, you know, you know, give him something, you know, quieting <laughs> <laughs> him down. Yeah, like that baby over there, <laughs> no Benadryl or something. Give him a comic. Give him a comic book or you know, yeah. something to. Uh, but again, and I, I never like you like to. So did you write like in in high school or while you were in the military or? Maybe a little later on, you said, I like to write. No, it was all my life. And I remember specifically what did it for me. Well, you know, one, when you know I'm a kid and I'm seeing all these movies, I'm like, oh, okay, I want to yeah. write movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And so, yeah. so that, was, that was the first thing. But then I won 
a writing contest. I want to say for the Reading Rainbow when that was out. Oh wow, Lavar Burton, right? Yeah, Levar oh my Burton. goodness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I, and then it was I was supposed to go somewhere, but I never got to go. But I remember, you know, having the tickets. And and I swear I'm not making this up because I remember that specifically. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what really did it for me was just yeah. you know that. That's awesome. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I again, I, well, Ed, I don't like school. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what got me through it. Like I said, writing was always been my therapy, so I didn't yeah. like school that much, and it was just you know writing. And then you know with um, you know, my father not being around all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. you know, that did it. And I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why my book is titled Mom Said Go Talk to Dad, because ah. I just, you know, know how important it is to be a father. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, definitely. So do you have a little excerpt or something you want to read us? I mean, I'm, 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 I, I'm interested, I do. man. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It's just, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Okay. So your true love should be yourself first and achieving your best life second, because all decisions and actions are for better or worse. Reputation cannot be divorced. So build it, protect it, respect it, never neglect or refuse to correct it. Reputation lives beyond the grave. It will either help or ruin your family's name. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. You're right. Reputation is, right? Yeah. That's that's a cornerstone, whether uh, because you build upon that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my, my son was uh, like, oh, I want to do this and this. I said, I said, Tyler, I said, everybody has uh, a hobby, right? You should have a hobby, but mm-hmm. don't let the hobby become your job until you can pay for it with buy that hobby. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and you know, and my I have, I have two daughters, uh, two seven grandkids. So hey, that's one reason why I walk because uh, if I need to take them out, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're awesome. They're awesome though. That's uh, busy. That's yeah, busy my, work. My goodness. Oh, I know. I had my 22-year-old grandson here this weekend for his birthday. He flew down nice. to Arkansas. So that was nice. He's a good kid. What'd um, y'all do? Uh, we uh, Well, they like to go bowling because they like to beat me. Okay. <laughs> but that doesn't happen every time. Uh, good, good. So the thing is, if I win, he has to carry my bowling ball. And I take pictures and send it to his mom. Uh. And <laughs> she got a picture this weekend. Um, so, shame. Yeah. But I'm, 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 and, and so... I'm, I'm thinking about writing a book. It's called uh, Son, Father, Grandfather. And it's mm. through about two years of my life that were just, you know, if I didn't have my wife and my my family, it's been terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot going on. So I'm, to me, I think that therapy that I try to work through. Um, uh, but it, it, but it came out good. Everything was worked, it came out perfect. So just get a faith. Yeah. It takes time. But yep. uh, so I'm really interested in that. So what what's the name of the book again? And where can everybody get it? And Take it and just read it and enjoy it. And maybe you find a little nugget of something you want to do in your own life. Yeah. Uh, so the name of the book is Mom Said Go Talk to Dad. Okay. Um, it's available for pre-order right now on my website, um, www.grizzlygentleman.com. 
Okay. Um, and then it's it'll be available, you know, worldwide on you know all the the major outlets on September first. Okay. okay. Excellent. Excellent. Grizzly gentlemen, everybody. Yes. Then you can get it on Amazon or some other uh, places also. So please uh, check out Anthony's book. I'm going to have to get it. Uh, And then I think I'm going to give it uh, to my daughters and one to my son. So when he ever gets married. And I'm going to. So it has it has some good information because, you know, like I said, I have a daughter. And so, you know, going through those, you know, uncomfortable talks, because one one part of the book is. You know, you may not really like everything that I'm saying to you, but I need to make sure that you understand these things so you're mm-hmm. not seduced by someone else who's going to tell you, you know, all the goods to get, yes. you know, your goods. Yes. I say I say it a little more eloquently in the book, but that's, you know, part of some of the book right there because. Tough you know, love. Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> Well, Anthony, it's been uh, a pleasure meeting you and talking to you and learning about your book and basically just shooting the crap with you. Yeah, this is a really cool thing you got going on. Thank you very much. I just want to be able to, uh, you know, I found it so fascinating that everybody has a story. Yeah. And I think people want to hear other people's story because I, I think it could be the momentum that they need to write their own. Whether they ever publish it or whether they ever do anything with it, it allows mm-hmm. them to sit and say, okay, let me take, let me just write some things down or draw a right. picture, whatever. And uh, so if we can bring a little bit of something to somebody's life that's, uh, you know, not chaotic and happy and gives thoughts and brings back some great memories, but then helps you heal, then fantastic. So I personally want to thank you. I hope you the, the most success in your book. And I'm ready for the other one because I'm going to have you back on when you're done with the other one. Right on. And uh, folks, you can. Uh, what about LinkedIn? Can people reach out? LinkedIn? Uh, LinkedIn, I'm on there as uh, Anthony Markland. Okay. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's Anthony yep. Markland on Facebook as Anthony Markland as well. Okay. So I am Travis Davis on Facebook, I think. Uh, LinkedIn, <laughs> you can reach me on LinkedIn and you, uh, my uh, website, uh, randomthoughts.llc. Uh, and then our sub podcast is Author Eki. And this is Author's Corner, and again, I want to thank you for being on and sp- spending some time with us, and I'm so excited about your book, and I hope you all the best. Thank you so much, and same to you, man. And then I'm going to reach back out to you one of these days to have you on my podcast as well. Awesome. I'll have to brush up. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good one, man. Enjoy that yes, nice sir. weather. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Author Eke. There'll be another episode next week. Please stop by and start your own story. We can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm.